Hello? Hello? Mic check? Mic check? Hold on. I'm getting it all clear from the studio. Are, Are your volume, volume levels, levels all set, set listener? Is long. We're back after the whistle, season three. Kale, this is me. I'm taking over Cyril for the remainder of forever. I like that. I like how that sounds, man. All right, all right. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, we're back. It's been a while. You know, a lot of stuff has happened, and you know, we're gonna go right straight into it. You know, we've missed you guys, and hopefully, you've missed us too, right? Remember to subscribe after the program and, you know, leave your comments behind so we can make this uh, episode a bit better. Yeah. Now, uh, you guys here, I need you to introduce yourself to the listeners out there so they know who they're talking to. So, there you know. No, no, no. But, like, my name is still the old host and hopefully the last time you hear from me. (laughs) (laughs) As a guest, but then like... Yeah, as a Sorry, as a host, but then, you know, we'll we'll bring you back. Occasional guest, but yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm phasing myself out. All right. The era of KO is upon us. (laughs) All bow down before your new leader, man. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and I am smiling. I was pushed by KO. Come on, man. I, I didn't push you to do anything, right? Yeah, they came to beg me. They had to entice <laughs> we, me. We, like, don't, we don't plead, all right? We don't plead. They yeah. offered me a big deal to be here, so... I don't yeah. you could introduce <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be here. Nah, 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 nah. If, I can do this by myself, you know. Hey. So, yeah. the, the one-man show. So, but you then, can go. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I'm trying to put you on. I'm trying to put you on. I'm trying to put you on. Be so. We appreciate the opportunity. All right, no problem, no problem, no problem. All right, guys. Heading straight into it. Yeah, we're trying to you know do a little bit new stuff this season you know we'll be bringing some things here and there you know for so for this episode in particular you know we've gone around to ask people what their favorite sporting moment is you know like this is a sports show so definitely we're going to hit them with the sports related questions and you know uh, because it's, we're not limited only to football you're going to hear a bit of everything the subsequent episodes and all that but today you know let's let's just see what people are saying their favorite sports moment is and then we'll see how everyone else reacts to it awesome let's go so as a football fan and as a huge basketball fan i've had many many um, memorable moments in football some of them very good some of them i shouted some of them i ran out on the street some of them i i almost lost my voice but the one that really really stands out for me was when ghana beat brazil the fifa under 20 world cup in egypt um the the people who were involved in it how ghana won the the world cup the the manner in which we were able to win everything summed up what you will look for in, in, in your favorite football team being able to win. And so, for me, that is a standout moment, especially the leadership of, of the DIU, how he was able to rise above the, 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 the cream of the crop to be able to lead his charges. At a certain point, there were only a penalty kick away from losing the final. And when we missed, he was able to galvanize the whole team and put them on his shoulders to be able to go. That was when I was able to become a true DIU believer because I, I thought that was his his puberty moment that was where he was able to usher himself into the into the limelight and for the other players in the team i feel it, it gave them a new breathing moment it gave them it gave them a sense of pride a sense of joy and they ultimately built um their careers from from, from that day so that that moment the the tears the pain that went into it, the the, the down moments when I thought we were not going to be able to win the final, um, and everything 
which encompassed the joy that that you look for in a team was was present on that moment. And so, to my to my grave and to my dying moment, as we knew that the 2009 World Cup in Egypt will be my favorite sporting moment. It's your favorite sporting moment. This is so hard because there's so many, so 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 many good ones. But I think I'm going to settle with Wednesday's win against PSG, Manchester United versus Paris Saint Germain, and probably because it's the most recent in my mem- like in recent memory, and because I don't ever remember feeling that happy, like about a sporting moment. I'm sure there've been several, but this is just like the one that has topped it off in the past couple of years, um, especially because looking at our squad going in, I remember watching the first leg and thinking, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the first leg, it was kind of like, how bad are they going to beat us? Even the second leg, the start of the game, it was like, you know, we've got all of our best players out. Um, we're 2-0 down, we're away. Like, literally everything was against us. And then I remember, I think it was about the 70th, 80th minute, we're obviously 2-1 up. Um, and Mbappe got the ball and he didn't score. Like There was a chance to score, but he basically fumbled it. And I turned to my friend and I said, you know what, tonight we're going to win because not only are we winning 2-1, but things were just not going well for Paris Saint-Germain. And I remember when they got the penalty, when the penalty was awarded and he scored, I jumped and screamed. I was so happy. Like, And I remember that night just feeling like I was so buzzing and everybody had like, that was watching it at Honeysuckle as well. All the Man United fans were buzzing. And I thought, oh my God, this is why I love football. This is why I love football. Okay. I mean, as far as reaction goes, we're all Ghanaian and we're all... I like to think I'm a citizen of the world. No, no, no. <laughs> See, I want to claim world passports. Yeah, but there's no world passport being oh, issued. <laughs> so yeah, Ghana and the 20 World Cup win. I mean, that was a huge, you know, yeah, moment. It was, it was quite a great moment for me because I remember exactly where I was. I was in boarding school then. I think he was also yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, naturally, it's better watching football in school because the way <laughs> the games and everything. It's and actually yeah. watching better football with one people who understand the sports. Yeah, you know, first and foremost, but okay. and also people who also like, you know, they resonate with the team that they're watching. But I feel like the reason why I smiley feels that school football watching they be is because there's so much other bullshit yes. <laughs> that yes. the good moments that you hold on yes. to yes. they mean so much more because they're getting very stupid opinions from people all over the place <laughs> and then the guests and everything the support behind the team and everything right. it was the school went mad when the referee blew the when we won on penalties yeah. it was mm-hmm. Ajiman Bedou took the winning yeah. penalty yeah. where is he now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean seeing, seeing how basically that team formed our national team, the senior squad, for the past few years. The and two World Cups, I mean, they yeah, they're a decent show. Inside yeah, this. and and you know, because we, we don't want to we don't want to reminisce that far back because <laughs> there's a lot of hair today. But you, you you could see the amount of potential which that team had, and mm-hmm. you know, to win it in the manner that they did, you know, against Brazil, against Brazil teams. of all teams, you know, I mean, look. Let's not even take anything away from them. They have registered themselves as heroes in our in our eyes. And also yeah. in history books, like they won the down tournament. Yeah, that's you know, record right there. Yeah, I mean for an African team, yeah. And you know, to even move on to the other one, I don't even want to dimension, but to move let, we have to talk about Wednesday nights. Kinda have to, right? <laughs> you know for, for me it's right up there, but 
like like she said, like in the manner in which it happened, and you know the way everything was. I even remember that thing when the com- when the commentator even started the game. You know, uh, thing was raining. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, the Manchester United players have brought the Manchester weather with them. I remember that. Part. You know, so I mean, look, you you would like to believe, and here everything was, has been set up, right? You know, but then so much has gone against us for the longest. And the time. commentator also said something about. If any team can do this comeback, it would be Manchester United. I remember he said but something. But in recent history, it's not the same United. Team, all right? <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but with Stoucher back right now, there is a certain romanticism about this team, yeah. like Manchester United in general, and that's what maybe fan, uh, you know, our rivals have you know failed to resonate with because mm-hmm. there's a certain belief that Ferguson built and you know managed to keep up for the longest time until. You know, he retired and changes and managers have happened and all that. And with Solskjaer coming in, there was a feel-good factor, yes. But then no one really thought that that level of romanticism where, like, you know, the, the chips are down, you now have to ride, be in front of the enemy. And like now, that X factor, digging Yeah, deep. digging yeah, it deep. And even more like, so with a depleted squad like yeah. that. Yeah. That midfield was burnt, you know. See, yeah, that, that depleted midfield. Like, um, I ended up watching it with Donald. One... I haven't watched United game in forever just because Charlie, <laughs> Jose, Moyes, Van Hal, like it took a lot, but man finally just gave up. And he wanted to watch the game. I was like, fine, let's watch it. Streaming. We're watching the game. And suddenly things are happening. I'm like, holy shit. Like within the first two minutes. Win. No, within the first two minutes, yo, like look, when was Lukaku to always criticize about his touch. And yeah. the guy played phenomenally well. It was yeah. just like everything just worked. And the team just played. Superbly, that's the thing. That's a United team. And you said the midfield was bad, but that was the old United, right? It doesn't matter who was there loving. Yeah, you know, we in the past we never really had a good mid- midfield. Yeah. There was a time we were yeah. playing cleverly and Anderson and, 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 uh, and Gibson. There's one position Whoa. that we <laughs> Those are the days. Overtime and stuff, bro. Oh, man. Survived Fellaini and everybody. We almost gave him the seven two. Hey, hey, well. yeah, so when I saw the lineup at first, my first thought was Let's just keep the scoreline down. Like, let's not disgrace ourselves. Let's let's just keep keep this like. Which, you know, your head held up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly the match started. We scored the first goal, and we said, "Hey, <laughs> something <could> happened." <laughs> and then PSG scored, equalized, and it was like, "Yeah, it was it's enough. We can, we've finished dreaming." And then we went ahead again, and from there, the rest is history. Wow, I mean, social this team. <laughs> For for a team for a team that you know did not stand a chance, and you know a young team too, and he managed to even bring on kids yeah, in the midst of all, and they they also kept good. their nerve. I mean, I was confused behind the chunk substitution. I was like, why didn't you bring the striker first? But I guess Ole knows what he's yeah, doing. He, <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. Right, right, right. But yeah, I mean, I kind of get. I can see why for a United fan, this would be a favorite moment, at least a recent one, because the last four or five years, yeah. there's been very few to celebrate right. about, and this just kind of felt like throwback to Fergie yeah, time, man. Yes, it's like exactly we Yo, can do this. Almost last kick of the ball, like deep into injury time, and you know, stroke of luck, you know, <sighs> will. The pure, that pure thing, will. yeah you can't yeah. quantify it it's just like when do you come from it's just like players never wanted it more. Spirits. it's just yeah. coming back alright so you know I'm gonna ask are we gonna win it okay why not <laughs> <laughs> we can we at can. this point yeah. I think I'll be disappointed if we don't right but we need uh, an easy draw just to catch like ah, an easy, easy draw, draw in the, in bring the out. bring Barca <laughs> <out. laughs> <laughs> right 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 because yeah, right. the whole of the season we've been getting tough draws everywhere in the Let, FA Cup we face Arsenal yeah, we face Chelsea in the next round yeah we're facing Wolves in the next round of the FA Cup they've been giving us I thought you said tough draws 
Look at the look at the teams uh, must yeah, have been facing. Fair enough. Fair in enough. Every, everywhere, Southport and Schalke and everywhere, which we just give us one draw, <laughs> just just to catch our breath, <laughs> we can go to the semi final. Right, right. Let, let, let's try and get some more sporting moments, and you know, we'll see what's up. One of my most memorable sports memories happened while I was actually in I was actually in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Los Angeles Lakers. It was super early in the morning, my time when they were playing. They were, they were playing against San Antonio Spurs. This was the point four game. I'm up super early. I'm dejected by the last few moments. All of a sudden Oh my god man, what are we gonna do with point four seconds, man? Next thing you know, I'm like screaming but containing the scream. Oh my god, what a moment. Charlie, what happened? This is manifest. I'm da 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 da. My favorite sporting memory. I would have to say Italia 90. I was a child. First game, the opening game of the tournament, Cameroon versus Argentina. Before the game starts, Diego Armando Maradona picks up the ball and does some wonders with it juggles it across the field on the shoulders it was just spectacular and for the next few years of my life me and the rest of the kids tried to imitate that so that's my favorite sporting memory nostalgia has a way with me so what can i say a close second would have been abedi in senegal 92 but for now we'll say diego man amando maradona italia 90 bless up no, for sports moments, it doesn't necessarily have to be, uh, I don't even say, like a winning thing. You know, it could, it, could, it could just be, you know, a show of skill. If, if I'm to even pick something, I will have to take Van Persie's flying header. Yeah, the yeah. flying dash. Who, who gave that cross? Blind? Blind, daily blind. Yes. Yo, somewhere from halfway line. <laughs> right? Robin Van Persie as a player, I absolutely love him. Absolutely love him. What, what he did... You know, in Fergie's final season, arguably our best signing in the past ten years. Yeah, I mean, okay. it was quite short. An amount of share. I mean, for amount of share. Yeah, impact. I got you, mean. No, Pogba has won us an FA Cup and a Europa. I feel League. like Van Persie won us the 2013 title yeah. single-handedly. Single-handedly, I mean, he put us over Liverpool. So, like, you know, come by that. And I mean, there were very, there was various moments, you know, within that season. The was it the winner against City. The hat trick against Southampton. Southampton. Like for me, if I have to pick anything, that that one would be right up there. But you know, to pick from what Maradona did, you know, at the how far away was it from? Like halfway line or something, and he just dribbled. And I think there's something to be said about watching just legends play. And it's weird that we have Messi and Ronaldo, but I feel like we kind of just we don't give them there is not really respect, but we kind of used to it because of the consistency mm-hmm. they've had. Yeah, yeah. But I think. Imagine watching Maradona versus Cameroon, an African side. You obviously want to be rooted for an African side. Yeah. And the guy just does something so outrageous. You're like, fuck it. Like, you just yeah. have to clap. Yeah, clapping and, and rooting for the guy because <laughs> at the end of the day, you are a fan of the sport. And the yeah, guy has exactly. just transcended what rivalries and boundaries with what he just did. And yeah, man, that's just a phenomenal thing right there. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to give it... To, I mean, if sometimes we, like you said, you know, we're used to, to a certain level of uh, outrageousness from Messi and Ronaldo what they've done the numbers that the they put up the consistency for being at that level for as long as they have and I mean you can even see it in the way that Madrid are 
you know, floundering the season. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's true. You know, without him, they haven't been able to even they recreate lost all purpose in their attacks. You know, they, they <laughs> can't. Football? <laughs> I mean, people want to step up, but once you've signed away someone who used to give you fifty goals a season, yeah. I'm happy that you're seeing him now because they didn't appreciate him when he was there. I think United fans are overzealous and you know entitled, but. Madrid fans are just the worst. something else. I've always said they're the worst fans in, in football. Like, I would, I would hate to be one of them. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of crazy because you talk about they didn't know how much to appreciate it. It kind of goes with uh, Bale. Yeah. They keep on banging at the guys saying he's not achieving, blah, blah, blah. But again, see how long Spurs took to just figure out how to fix no fix that bill hole oh right after he left because yeah, the money they they wasted all the money I like think. they've spent on a whole lot of useless players who really haven't fitted fit, the need they bought Chadley and some yeah. other rubbish players the only good player they bought was Ericsson with that yeah. money and to and be fair to players like Chadley it wasn't that they were rubbish it was just expectation of the player that had left yeah. and them coming in yeah that's true and now um, the Fisher game right point four I mean basketball <laughs> I feel like it's one of those sports that really throws up these unique individual moments because but it's over like in a second it's over in a second but you see that's that's where a player gets to step up and then just literally drag your team into the finals that was what that Fisher game was if i think for basketball if i had to pick a moment it might be ray allen's you know last heat or yeah heat <laughs> heat that 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 um that particular series i thought it was a three point uh, no. Yeah, that three point I think were coming off the side. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched many basketball games in my life, but then you know it's that the same here. Yeah, but that <laughs> particularly stands out for me. Only because the manner in which he did it and you know, I think that season two, no one really gave him the props that he deserved. I I think where was he coming from? It was coming from Celtics. It was coming from Celtics. Allen is a strange one. I mean, he was he is a skilled three point shooter. Yeah. But then people were you're right, people were doubting his Efficacy joining the big three in the heat has some more role is he about to play. Right. But Ray kind of pioneered this whole three point happy league that we see now with what Steph's Steph going. going. Like yeah. he was doing all that in an era where people were much more fascinated about, you know, dunks, puts back and long range two pointers. Ray was a guy who was outside, like, yo, I'm gonna find my spots, give me the ball every single time, quick release, the ball is going to the net. So I kinda get what, I kinda, I kinda get what you mean. That's yeah. just yeah, that was yeah. a beautiful moment. Yeah. And when he said the parts where you're excited but you're trying to contain it. Especially when, I don't know, you guys like school, sometimes you're, you're watching the game, you don't want to disturb people, but like, you are intensely enjoying yeah. the moment no, no, by no. silence. I, I, I felt that, I felt that, I felt that because, you know, the last playoff series that I watched might, would have been Lakers and, um, um, that's far. Yeah, you know, basically the last, the last championship that they won. God damn, okay. Basically, the last championship that they won. I think that it was the final game and where, we're constantly behind. We're constantly behind. But I think it was like the fourth quarter where Kobe pushed. Okay. Pushed and, you know, ended up winning the game. Like, I was up at like 5 o'clock in the morning and I thought that we weren't going to win. I really, really thought that we weren't going to win. But then, you know, at the end of the game, you know, when we won and that was the last absolute last. I think that was Kobe's final. No, no, not Kobe's no, no. final swing. But Kobe's... His uh, last win. Yeah, his last win. Okay. Yeah, you know, so... I, I felt that, like, you know, waking up early in the morning and then, you know, it's just you on the screen and, you know, you're rooting you're behind. Plugged into yeah, like you're rooting. This, 
<laughs> this thing you can't touch, but you know that everybody else experiences at the same time. Like I tap into some wild network, and, and you like, have to wake up later on that day, and then now going not <laughs> too excited to go back to bed. But oh, yeah, man, right, right, right. Charlie, I, I felt that. I felt to that. be a sports fan, these are the moments you die for, right? Right, 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 right. It's two thousand five. Fenerbahce against Besiktas. So what separates Istanbul teams is a little bit socio-economical. And at that year, it was coming to one of the peak because Fenerbahce is always on the side of the government. And they had a president who had a lot of lobby in the federation. They were getting all the referee calls on their side. Season was going really bad for Besiktas. Besiktas was coming fifth and Fenerbahce was at the top. And Fenerbahce was clear favorites. This game was in Fenerbahce Stadium and it started it started with Besiktas fighting really hard because the players realized that this is the only thing they can do that's good for the rest of the season. We got 1-0 up and then Fenerbahce made it 1-1. We made, we made it 2-1 right before the break. And then we were starting to think maybe it will happen, maybe this is the this is the only game of the year where we'll be happy. And then second half starts, and then Fenerbahce makes it 2-2. With like another long shot, we make it 3-2. Fenerbahce is now attacking full force. They just want to show their attack, uh, attacking power because they are clear winners of the league. They don't care if they lose by a lot. And at that point, referee makes a shocking decision. Besiktas used, used up all the three changes and in a very missed call he calls it a penalty and sends our goalkeeper off and because Besiktas used all the substitutions there is no one left so players are all looking at each other and then our forward just picks up the gloves and then gets into goal for the penalty he gets really close but he cannot save the penalty Fenerbahce makes it 3-3. There is like two more minutes left in the regular time. And then, shockingly, referee just shows eight minutes of additional time just to guarantee a Fenerbahce win. And they are shooting right and left whenever they see the goal. And surprisingly, this striker who is in the goal is saving every other shot. Or like he's deflecting it. He's not He's not letting it go. It's. It's turning into... Something ridiculous. And then in like 97th minute, we managed to hoof the ball up the field. And then our winger is just trying to pass time by keeping it alive, by wasting time by the side. And then he manages to do it. He manages to get a look. And then there's a guy making around from behind. He passes it out. It's just like 30 meters out. He shoots it and it's a goal. And that was a legendary derby win because we won without a goalkeeper. I'll never forget that. So I think my favorite sports memory is at some point I came back to India from Seychelles and India was playing against Pakistan and everyone was, it was cricket. Everyone was very excited because if we beat them, then it would be like a historical win after many years or I don't know. I don't remember all the details. I don't remember the year. I just remember that it was India versus Pakistan cricket match. 
my mother and my grandmother got really into it where they like started jumping up and down on the sofa my grandfather was clapping and speaking very loudly which he never did we tried very hard to time our food so that we didn't miss anything and i think it was one of those games where the last ball india caught pakistan out and they like won by two runs or something so it was very tight but more so than anything it was the fact that like i was in india for an india pakistan game and we just have a lot of historical rivalry so um i don't watch cricket anymore i don't think i watched a cricket game in years but now i don't really feel any reason to watch it wait i'm just going to say now football bloody hell <laughs> <laughs> look that that's that 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 story yeah the picture has been painted for me to imagine there's a romantic you know the way you described everything it was just I mean, you could just hear the crowd, right? You could hear the crowd through his voice. <laughs> and and you, you've seen, you've seen, you know, these Turkish games. How intense it can be, you know, Fenerbahce burning up the pitch and, and all that, throwing flares all over the place. You know, so yeah, and, and a game where really you have nothing to lose. Your season is practically over, but then you know, just a matter of pride. We kind of talked about this earlier, where you mentioned that there've been seasons like when you support a team where nothing is going, like you know, you end the season with nothing. So beating rivals just comes that that's trophy. just the one trophy you can get from the whole season. Bragging like, rights, Charlie. It's very and to do it in this manner. Wow. I mean, my my heart is still racing. <laughs> it's now coming down <laughs> from here. What 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 could have I been? I mean, the like? striker who decided to go and go like <laughs> Charlie, big balls on that guy, right? No, I mean, just imagine. I mean, it's it's a draw. It's a draw game right now. I mean, John Shea did it, so you know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Like, I get what you mean, but it's still big balls because nobody's going to blame you when the goal gets conceded. But it's still going to be like okay. it was fifty-fifty. Yeah, but to yeah. actually be saving balls and be doing and that eight minute exactly, yeah. Charlie. That's down like, the, the, um, deep into the ninety-seventh minute or makes something. Makes me want to watch Turkish. I'm actually going to look at the highlights and go and see. You know where it comes. I mean, I can't. I can't. I actually looked it up, and to be honest, Fena and Besiktas. My God, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many crazy games that they have. It's just insane. That, the rival between the two of them. Bachi, Besiktas, and Galatasaray. Yeah, whenever when they meet, there's any like... of them meets, is, is war. Lots of red cards, lots of crazy <laughs> yes. goals. It's just, it's just amazing. But to be there to witness that, I can imagine... Like, yeah. We're talking... What would I do with myself if I was a Besiktas fan? Like, <laughs> Go the entire mad. week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm... Charlie Weck, I'm, I'm quitting. Not I'm quitting, but I'll see you after a week. Just... Excitement. All right, yeah. so cricket. Cricket, lovely cricket. <laughs> it looks like I'm the only person here who has, who has actually watched a full cricket match. Apparently, Smiley's a pro. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, in, in India-Pakistan, the rivalry. Yeah, they're big. India-Pakistan, Australia, South Africa, West Indies, they are the big teams in cricket. And me, it's not by choice I know this. Okay. <laughs> it's not by choice. It's a reluctant one. <laughs> <laughs> I could be watching a Champions League match. It could be the Champions League final. And my dad would just change the channel to a cricket match and fall asleep with the remotes on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to take the remotes from him and he holds your hand like, hey, I'm not sleeping. Oh, so, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it's not by choice. But I can imagine the passion because Pakistan and India, they have a lot of in common yeah. in terms of their demographic and everything sort so, of like a Ghana Nigeria yeah like thing. a Ghana Nigeria thing right, so right, right, the right. rivalry between those two is very intense so I can imagine why I mean sport, sports 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 as we've talked about it before you know to get behind it and 
you know, sort of pledge your allegiance to a particular team, particular sport to say that, you know, this, this is a team that I want to support. We've talked about how fans can get crazy and how loyal they are and all that in previous episodes. If you haven't, you know, please do and check us out. But, um, you know, that, this is why we watch it, you know, to invest our emotions into it so that they give us some form of satisfaction. There's nothing greater, I believe, like as a sports fan, when you get the win over your rival. I mean, also kind of to the last, the cricket submission, uh, voice note. Even for non-sport fans, like you can't get swept in. Yeah. You can't get swept because it's just like, she mentioned, like she really isn't that aware of a sports fan, but this was a moment that she found herself plugged in and it was just super intense and then she was right there. And I feel like, yeah, sports, you don't have to be crazy fanatic about it. It's kind of like Ghana the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, plenty of people don't watch football, but, yeah, but then whenever comes, Ghana plays, yeah, then yeah. you have the babes looking out for the, the hottest striker <laughs> yeah, just so they can fall over. You know, I mean, whatever gets you to the game, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the support is you know fully welcome. I mean, when 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 Ghana isn't playing and they leave, then when you are still stuck with them, and we're still as the philosopher Drake said, you were in what with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, sports, sports, man. I mean, this is why ATW is here. And, you know, we'll be bringing you all these conversations on our bi-weekly podcast. If you haven't uh, subscribed already, please do on your favorite podcast platform. Spotify, Deezer, iTunes. Apple. Uh, yeah. Google. Yeah. Everywhere, basically, we're everywhere. We're everywhere right now. You know, the Gold Coast. We're global. Yeah. <laughs> and do well to look at other podcasts and such, right? So, we call it a day. Should we give our favorite moments? All right. Pressure. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably catch a little bit of slack for this, yeah. But uh, <laughs> you like slack? <laughs> <laughs> I admit, I really, I really wasn't into football as much as I am now back then. But I, I remember the night in Istanbul. Mm. What it meant. Because I think English, there, were, there hadn't been a, there, there hadn't been an English champion. <laughs> You could prior to ninety nine. Blasphemy. Coming from a Manchester United yeah, fan. I, I know, I know. Blasphemy. I know. But um I think before um there hadn't been a European English champion, you know, since since ninety nine. And this was two thousand five. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just remember the amount of, you know, uh, buzz in the air, right? For people who wanted to, you know, let Liverpool win. And I could hear, you know, I could hear goal after goal after goal. And, you know, it was really, I thought that, oh, yeah, like, you know, Liverpool, you've, you've heard Liverpool is a big team, but then they were losing. So I actually just passed by and heard, there was one more going ahead and Liverpool scored. So I was like, right, let me just sit through. It was just 45 minutes, right? What could happen? What could happen? I'm not going to give them the <laughs> satisfaction and talk with Manchester about it, but yeah, they won. But that comeback for me just really put things to perspective. Like, you know what? This sport is bloody amazing. Mm. You know, um, the manner in which it happened, the, 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 the odds against them, the team too. Because AC Milan, by no definition, was, was no a slouch. Yeah. That was an impressive side. Yeah. I mean, Chef yeah. was in prime form. Maldini, you know, Hello. Like, Bro, like the grizzled warriors, <laughs> Nesta, all and the legends to the competition yeah. very well. Yeah, yeah. So for it to happen the way that it did, there, yeah, like 
that forever sticks out me. And that and when I saw that in United teams, I was like, you know what? I pledge my allegiance to the right team. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't so I like I knew I knew of United and I was very much interested in the way that they went about their football. But then when I saw a comeback from Liverpool and when I saw how United have um embodied comebacks throughout the years. Right, I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is the team. Like, so in my veins, yeah, yeah, this. yeah. So, so Liverpool pushed me onto United. I've never looked wow. back. I really <laughs> <laughs> never looked back. I'll go to our, our, our dear cricket insider Kangolas <laughs> and share his favorite one. Listen to this voice notes. Just has me now thinking differently about favorite sports and moments. Because when you start listening to them, Charlie, it becomes difficult to rank one over the other. I think for me, one that stands by itself is United US tour. It wasn't a year. And I got to actually see the famous schools ping across from one side of the field <laughs> to another. That was bloody amazing. And right. there's something to be said about rooting for a player or a team and actually seeing watching them. and seeing them live like, because yeah. you see the field, you see the players, you see the movements being made and him, Ferdinand, I think we had Pereira played in that tournament as well and now seeing him now look like him I finally be part of the United side going forward. Charlie. Yeah. yeah, that definitely ranks, ranks hard for me. And for me, it's also another United moment, but I was in the 2008 Champions League final, 21st May, 2008. <laughs> I'll never forget that day, because... ATW balance is out. Yeah, you know? because you know? yeah, I had to go through just to watch that match, because I was in boarding school. <laughs> no, that struggle is... Yeah, real. and they knew the match was coming up, so they, I think they made sure no students could watch that match. We, had, we all had to be at prep Wait, and this everything. was what, 2008? We were out by then. No, you were there. Were there? 2008, you were still there. I have an old story as well, but you go on. Like, <laughs> about that same game. Like, it was a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 2008, what I had to do, there's a whole other story on its own. Maybe one day I'll tell it, but not today because there's not enough time. Please. No, because you moved your house there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, was, it, it was such a struggle to get anything done. Yeah, me, I had to uh, involve me pretending to collapse and getting wow. rushed to the hospital. <laughs> so that I could leave. Yeah, it's a very long story. <laughs> That's why... So yes, and when it was, an, uh, I think it was John Terry stepping up, and right. it was the game was lost by then. He was stepping up for his penalty, and he was adjusting his armband so he's that when yeah he's the captain so that when he wins, then everybody see that so yes, ah, I won the game. And from the moment he slipped, it was like we all knew that yes, is f- um, football always has that moment when like the in one of the voice notes she said Mbappe was yeah, yeah, like, on oh, the snap like is yeah. this the tide is this it yeah yeah there's always that moment that it makes you feel like the game has changed in your favour right. and yes that was that moment when John Terry missed then from then Anelka stepped up and Van der Sar was pointing him in the direction he was playing mind games with him it was just a beautiful moment for me 2008 yeah. man I respect that because I mean to be honest anybody who did go to boarding school you know that hustle of trying to watch a game like <laughs> You pull things through your ass. You go through Charlie <laughs> Graceland. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely get that. All right, so we've come to the end of an episode. Hopefully, so we'll be bringing you back in and in and out, in and out. But Smiley's here to stay. Yes, I'm here to stay. Yeah. for that for that great cricket content. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At I least mean, we need one cricket expert. Exactly. You know, we actually have to go and look for more sports people. So, you know, when the Olympics is coming up, then yeah, somebody who is well-versed in fencing. The guy, the guy who watches our javelin solely. He's exactly what the distance is. Our javelin experts. Exactly. Uh, shout out to the hosts who are here today, Donald, Hafiz, you know, hopefully you guys will be able to come to this season. Oh, gang, and 
the, the upcoming host. The upcoming host, yes, yes. We have a very special... We'll, we'll be bringing in guests this season. Very, very well-versed people in the world of sports, yes. You know, we're expanding our territory a little bit. I mean, ATW, dominating the conversation, right? Yeah. KO, the era of KO. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, okay. So, ATW, episode one, it's a wrap.